0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of the Aquascaping Podcast. I'm your host, J Art. Back with us today is Sean, and he's going to be discussing some thoughts on filtration and his new ADA Superjet 1200. Speaking of Sean, he's going to be at the Aquatic Experience in Chicago, which is next week. That starts November 4th through the 6th. And he's going to be competing in the Aquascaping Live contest. So if you see him there, make sure you say hello. Don't forget to check us out at aquascapingpodcast.com. And you can get all of the previous episodes on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Send your comments and questions to aquascapingpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can also check us out on Facebook. so if you follow along with the show you know I have a new 60 centimeter rimless tank and it's all set up the initial planting is completed just a few more minor things to go some mosses some tweaking of driftwood and that kind of a thing and I'll be all set this time around I went with Monte Carlo as a carpet and I gotta tell you it's a dream to work with it's easy to separate it's easy to plant it's easy to grow and it looks fantastic you can't ask for much more than that so if you're debating what you want to use in your aquascape as a carpeting plant Monte Carlo is really a great way to go
1: Hey there aquascaper, Sean here. Uh, I wanted to talk with you a little bit about a recent change I've made with my 90 centimeter aquascape. Uh, So this scape has been running for about three years. Over that course of that time, I've kind of been adding this little, gadget here or there. Um, I was running a pH controller for a while off of an Aqua controller junior. An temp probe. I put in an auto top off. All kinds of things and I just kept kind of adding to it and recently I've kind of taken a second look at that approach and realized that I was over it for myself. There are just some, a few really basic principles to getting a great aquascape, you don't need all of these gadgets. They're not going to help you much unless you know they're they're making up for your own shortcomings. And I had thought for a long time that I just was not getting enough filtration and flow in the tank. I was even running an uh, an Ecotech MP10. Now that compensated greatly for the flow loss. I mean, I could put as much flow as I wanted in there. I could I could lay all the plants flat if I really wanted to, um, but what was missing was a, this collection of detritus, um, this processing of organic material that a filter does. And when the filter had this lower flow or inadequate flow, I wasn't getting that done. And I was just seeing these accumulation of, of detritus of mulm of debris. And I was also seeing that plants weren't as healthy. I was seeing, you know, this consistent regular algae growth, that uh, was driving me nuts because you know it hadn't happened in previous escapes. I know what I'm doing, and I shouldn't be getting algae.
0: All right, it's time for today's quick tip. Alright, if you're setting up your next aquascape or you're practicing in a practice box using your hardscape materials, one thing that'll really help you out, especially if you're doing this for a contest, is to set up a camera on a tripod at the same distance using the same lens you're going to use for your final photograph so that as you set things up, you can keep going back and looking through the lens through that two-dimensional space and see it exactly how it's going to look in the photo. That'll really help you out and hone in that hardscape to right where you want it. If you have an iPhone and Apple TV, you can set up your iPhone onto the tripod and stream it right to the TV. It's not going to be the same lens and not the same look, but if you're just doing it to help you out as a reference, that's a great way to do it.
1: finally, I had an opportunity, I finally decided to bite the bullet and I bought myself an ADA Superjet 1200. Now I'm pretty sure someone out there could quote me as saying I'm never going to spend that much on a filter Uh, but after so much time considering uh, the problems with standard canister filters and realizing that um, the Superjet's kind of one of the only filters out there that doesn't have the limitation of such great flow loss that um, a lot of other commercial canisters have. And so couldn't help myself. Uh, I had an opportunity to get one, and I did. And the first thing I have to tell you is, wow, this thing is built like a tank. It's very solid. Stainless steel construction. Uh, it's heavy, uh, a lot heavier than any other canister I've, I've lifted because of that. You know, most other canisters are made of plastic, but also it had a greater filter uh, media volume than the Eheim 2076 that I was running. I think there's about 30% more room in there. And then that Iwaki pump on the top is a phenomenal pump. It runs quietly and it is strong. It doesn't suffer from a loss of flow due to an increased detritus or collection of material within the filter. Uh, And so it maintains a consistent flow. And in the instructions, it even recommends that you could um, clean these filters out every two to three months. Well, with my Eheim, I was cleaning it out every three weeks, probably. Well, it wasn't terribly difficult to clean out it was something i was doing regularly and i was always concerned i wasn't getting enough flow so i got rid of the reactor i get this big old filter and i put it on my 90 centimeter aquascape and i can tell you right off the bat there was a visible difference in the amount of flow and water moving through the tank Uh, even without the i didn't need the pump anymore you just, re- I could really tell that um, a lot of things were being collected a lot better. The flow through the wa- uh, the tank, the water moving uh, through areas that I was having difficulty getting uh, water to move. And with that, I started to see a great deal of improvement in the health of the plants. And keep in mind that I just dropped my reactor, which is a very efficient uh tool to dissolve CO2 in the water and just put a standard glass diffuser in there on the other end of the tank and decreased my bubble rate from what I was injecting into the reactor, I still saw great growth. I saw the algae go away. Lighting was running uh, a little higher because I felt comfortable going back up to where I wanted it. And I have seen great improvements over the last couple months as far as in growth and the health of the plants and how everything looks and i think you know if you want to know the secret to the nature aquarium gallery and those tanks looking so beautiful and clean my money's on it's these superjet filters they are really impressive uh it's too bad that there aren't manufacturers out there looking at the design and considering that you know it's not the stainless steel and some of these more expensive materials that make the, the filter so great. It is the design and it is the use of a rated pump at the top um, that can really move water.
0: When I was 16 I took piano lessons from this little old lady and I remember going to her house and at that point I already knew how to technically play the piano fairly well but one of the first things she had me do was sit there and play one single note over and over again. And I didn't quite get what she was doing at the time but what I realized was she taught me how to play that one note by using the rest of my body and putting intention into it. And later I realized I really wasn't playing music up until that point. I was just playing a series of keys on a keyboard. And as I was putting the 60 centimeter together, I realized I'm very much in the same situation as that piano lesson. I can technically play the notes, right? I can grow the plants. I can, I can keep things alive, but I feel like I'm not creating a song yet, so to speak. You know, I'm working up to that. And I believe a lot of us are in that same situation if you're a beginner like I am. Uh, You know, you look out there at the Internet and there's all these masterful aquascapes that are just created with such refined uh, detail and just absolutely stunning. And they are that way because of the creators, the artists that put them together and the talent and ability that they have. But again, if you're anything like me, we're miles and miles away from that. So it's important you know, for people like us to kind of stay simple, keep things simple and put intention into it and really work on that. Uh, You know, much like the piano, you know, if you can play a million notes, they don't mean anything if you can't even play just one with intention and purpose and feeling. The Eheim 2076
1: just wasn't doing the work it needed to to keep this heavily planted aquascape uh, healthy. Interestingly, the 2076 was actually rated, flow rate-wise, greater than the Superjet 1200. At the time, I think it was probably one of the biggest filters I could get for my 90 centimeter that I could find, uh, and I trust Eheim. It's a good brand, and they run forever, but I think manufacturers for most commercial or commercially available canister filters are just really grossly overrating the output of their filters It got me thinking a little bit about other things as far as, you know, why it becomes more of a challenge as I move up in my tank size um, to get a really healthy aquascape, and it keeps coming back to this filtration. So it's pretty easy to scale up our filters uh, for small tanks, right? You can get um, the overfiltration that you need, the strong flow that you need, because there's more models available that will get there. Now, once you get to a certain volume, and I think it's about that you know, 40 to 50 gallon volume, you know, you notice we're buying filters that are rated. If you look on the box for tanks up to, you know, 160, 200 gallons, we're trying to run them on a 50 gallon aquascape. And for me, I was still finding that insufficient. You know, you really think you're getting some degree of the flow rate on the box. And I would say there's probably, I mean, anywhere from a 40% to 60%, even maybe more of flow loss, Once you get media in there, and once that media uh, has run for a little while, uh, it's something we need to keep in mind when we are setting up our tanks. Uh, You know, flow and filtration is really, really critical. All right, that's it, guys. So uh, thanks for listening. I hope this was helpful, maybe made you think about a few things. Take care and keep on aquascaping.
0: All right, everybody, that's this week's episode of the Aquascaping Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Art. Thanks again for joining us this week. Check us out at aquascapingpodcast.com. Send in your comments and questions to aquascapingpodcast at gmail.com. And you can go back and listen to all the episodes on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. As always, have a good week, everybody, and we'll see you next time.